Let's get it. Welcome, 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 welcome back. Welcome back to Bullet Central. It's your boy E Loading. I'm here with my boy John over here. You feel me? Uh, it's a duo pod tonight. You feel me? Phil's on vacation. Um, you know, he's he not built like me. You feel me? I, I go on vacation. I still join for at least like five minutes. You feel me? Just Straight grinding up, over really. here. I mean, you feel me? But you know, I respect it. He wants to take some time off. Phil will be off until Monday. He will be off the socials and everything. I will be in charge of everything except for John's start bench cut. John also has input on the socials, but he doesn't even use social media for himself. So I doubt he'll say much, will you? Not much. But I might tweet this weekend just to just to fuck all up right, a little bit. You know what cool. I mean? Just on his toes. Let's see if he tweets me back. I don't cool. know. I'm missing Phil. I, I'm I, you know, I, I'm glad to do a podcast so me and you, you know what I mean? Get this, get this energy going again. Phil needs a break. You know what I mean? He'd be kind of doing too much sometimes. But doing I mean, way too much, bro. I'd be telling him just relax sometimes, you know. But I mean, that's that's why he's gotta have these breaks. And I'm I'm happy for him. I'm happy that he's uh hanging out with friends and he's yeah. uh doing shout out the friends he's hanging out with, uh Walid and Hannah. Big family. Uh I really hope y'all all have a great weekend. But that's enough talk about them. Let's talk about this weekend. And the weekend that passed. But let's really talk about this weekend. You know, we got a lot of football coming up this weekend. It's Thursday. This podcast will be dropping at noon Friday. So I'm going to talk as if it's Friday today. No, I'm not. I'm going to talk as if it's Thursday. Because well, we tell me who's going to win this game, game tonight. tonight. Huh? We still got a game to talk about tonight. But before we get into tonight, before we get into anything, how are you, bro? Let me just check how you doing first. I'm all right. I'm 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 not going to lie to you. I'm kind of on the fence with this ESPN uh, gambling thing. Mm-hmm. Me too. Like, it's it's really hit me hard in my heart because like ESPN, as we all know, it's they're the leading sports news network. You know what I mean? And now they're gonna be assumptions of are people gonna lie on purpose? So am I really just wasting my time by tuning into ESPN? And it's that's wild just because like I've that I've lived on ESPN my whole life. You know what I mean? Other other broadcasts have tried, like Fox Sports News, uh MSNBC, they they've all kind of tried it. They've never really been so successful as ESPN. You know what I mean? Facts. So um, I'm a little bit worried about that. What What are your thoughts on it, though? Again, like you said, I'm very worried about it because I know ESPN is doing this just to make money for me, steal people from FanDuel. Mm-hmm. Um, if I can say anything, I would encourage people to stay on FanDuel, stay away from ESPN. Um, today, which scared me, they released a boost today about uh, Lamar and Burrow, both combining for 500 plus. I saw that. So that's. It terrified me already because you know what happens when they when they do these boosts on FanDuel. What happens? A lot of people one do of it. Miss, one of them misses terribly, and they miss. Yeah, exactly. Like you're putting all your money into it, and one of those people miss terribly. So like you know, now with an ESPN boost, I'm even more terrified. I ain't gonna lie to you. So especially because there are people like Stephen A. Smith and let's say Kimberly Mitchell. You know what I mean? People who mm-hmm. cover NFL teams day in and day out, and they put their their advice and their like. The, their conversations on the line, you know what I mean? And no offense, I don't want these people to look stupid. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's my big thing because I respect them. And I I think there are a lot of women it, on ESPN that are trailblazers. And some of their advice is definitely trickled down to me. Like, well, we'll get into the Browns. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Amazing defense, right? We, I mean, Kimmy Mitchell, I mean, the reason why I'm bringing her up is because I think I think we're going to talk about a lot of the the AFC North today, and she predicted all four teams will go to the playoffs, which I mean is unprecedented. No one's done that yet, right? I don't think I don't think she's I don't think she's ESPN though. I think she's uh, NFL she's Network. Technically, I think she's NFL Network. 
Okay. She was she was on Get Up and uh, uh, First. Good day. morning football. Yeah, yeah. Good morning football. Yeah, good morning. Good morning football is American um, NFL Network. I remember seeing that this morning. Actually, I was watching. She was on that too today. Okay, so maybe yeah. she, she she's in between both, but but it, it's crazy. I mean, I I don't know. I don't want I don't want her to you know what I mean get a bad name because she used to cover the Jets. Mm-hmm. So like I mean she was she's right on what she says like. She like she's not biased. She'll say it where it is, like who is good, who's not. You know what I mean? And I I don't know. I like her opinion. So let's get into it though. Yeah, let's get into it. I forgot to ask. How are you doing? My bad. Chilling, bro. Tired. You know, it's been a long week. We working. Uh, still got my project out, so I've been working on a little promotion. And I've already started working on the next one too. Like last week, I dropped it. The project dropped on Friday. Mm -hmm. Last Friday night, I was in the studio. That's what's up. That's what that's that's hard work and determination. I like it. Yeah, work doesn't stop, bro. Whatever y'all doing, whoever's watching, work does not stop. Just keep Bet. going. Bet. But um, let's get into what we're gonna talk about tonight. We're really gonna focus on primetime games, the big games that's coming up this weekend. And uh one division that we're gonna talk about for sure is the NFC NFC, the AFC North, because yeah. every single team in there is over five hundred. Granted, yeah. the Bills um, the Bills, the Bengals are only one game over five hundred, but Every other team is six and three or seven and three. Yeah. And you know what's crazy about that is that, like, the second best quarterback that we consider in the league is in third place. No, he's like, in fourth. Or fourth, sorry, fourth place, only a, a game above 500. You know what I mean? So it's just like anything can really happen here. It's really weird. I'll say that. But at the same time, like, and you realize Cleveland has a top three defense. I think they're second behind us. Probably, yeah. And I think the Steelers are probably – they probably have the second or third best coach in the league. Probably. I mean, Tomlin, you're talking about? Mike Alone? Tomlin, I think he's the second or yeah. third best coach in the league. Like, obviously, first, I'm going with Andy Reid. I'm sorry. Sure. I'm going to go with Andy Reid. He's been around a long time. He's won yeah. Super Bowls with Mahomes. He's yeah. been in Super Bowls and not won. Multiple not Super Bowls with Mahomes. Um, and he's been like this since he was with the Eagles way back when. So with Donovan McNabb and everything, yeah, exactly. So like, gotta gotta say Andy Reid's up there. Mm-hmm. Another person you can consider being up there is Nick Sirianni. I do think the Eagles get carried by their team a little bit. This is why I give him a little bit of a knock, same way I give Jalen Hurts a knock. Sure, I can see. Yeah, that Eagles team is just super talented, like super talented. That's the only mm-hmm. reason why I give Nick Sirianni a knock. Okay. Um. Another great coach that I love, Dan Campbell, the Lions coach. Yeah, that's who, that's who I have second. That's who you have second. That's who I have second. Okay, I got you. You and so you got Andy Reid, Dan Campbell, uh, Tomlin's third. Okay. Then I'm gonna go Sirianni, but like I said, it's a little bit of a knock because of the team is so talented. Then I'm going Shanahan. I don't like Shanahan okay. as a coach, but the team plays well. Okay. So I'll give him that. For the Niners. But those are my top five coaches in the league. But I do think Mike Tomlin's third and he'll be there for a while. It's hard to debate, but I I would I'd put I don't mean to be like that to Dan Campbell because I agree he built a huge culture in Detroit, but Mike Tomlin's just been doing it for a little bit longer. You know what I mean? He has. Me, I, I gotta put him at least two. No, I don't mean to be like that, but and I mean I'm not this isn't a knock on Dan Campbell at all. He continues what he's doing. The the Detroit continues what they're doing. They look amazing this year, you know what I mean. And but that's what, that's what I, I'm saying. It's the fact, like it's the it's the talent difference for me yeah. to yeah, see yeah. what Dan Campbell, 
Campbell has dragged the Lions from entirely. Sure. sure. A few years ago, before when Jared Goff got there, what they were saying, Jared Goff's only going to be here one year. This, this is a terrible. And he was team. done. Then Remember they that? started running, and everybody's like, "Hold on, he could mm-hmm. be the quarterback of this team." Then last year came, they they disappointed people, I guess. But again, people were still looking like, "Well, Jared Goff can be the quarterback of this team if this team finds a rhythm and gets going. They're a dangerous team." And what happened this year? They're sitting at seven and two right now. Yeah, and I see no problems of them winning this division. And if the Eagles win, I mean, lose two games, you feel me? And the Lions keep winning. We could be looking at a Lions first round bye, and that's unheard of right now. That really is unheard of, especially because I don't even think they had a first round bye with Barry Sanders, right? No. Okay, so yeah. So, so this is so. gonna be like we this the NFC, the NFC, the top of the NFC playoff picture is really where my eyes are. Is it okay? I'm more still that's focused on the AFC. Okay, got you. I'm not focused on the AFC as much because Mahomes is still there. Sure, sure. And I don't I don't see any team in the AFC really beating him. He already beat Tua. I think that that, that yeah, rematch I love, is worth that. I that love Mike Daniels, though. What happened? I think that rematch is like, for example, we've seen Mahomes play Burrow multiple times. We've seen like like Josh Allen play Mahomes and Burrow multiple times. You know what I mean? And it's always like, don't get me wrong, the wins add up and they should, but these quarterbacks are getting better and better with every single matchup. You know what I mean? And I think I think that Dolphins game, if we ever do see a rematch between Dolphins and KC on American soil, you know what I mean? I, with no jet lag? It's going to be completely different. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But it's just the yeah. fact that, like, nobody has proven they can beat Mahomes consistently. Valid, yes. We yeah, thought yeah. Burrow was going to be that guy. Yeah. Burrow I just think – Real quick. They, they play again this year, but, hey. Yeah. I just think with this quarterback carousel, like, like it's just a weird year that everyone's kind of struggling a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, even Mahomes, he's doing amazing, but he's a little bit. You know what I mean? Just from production. Team sitting at seven and two, but I know I'm not trying Mahomes to. You know what I mean? Not, yeah, Mahomes doesn't look like Mahomes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I think, I think a big reason of that though is because all eyes, are, the eyes aren't really on Mahomes this year. You feel me? Okay. They're all. And you know exactly where the eyes are when it comes to the Chiefs. Sure, sure. But you know, let me tell you, let me tell you what their eyes should really be on when it comes to the Chiefs, and that's the defense. That's Since what Chandler Jones has come back, they've been amazing. They've been holding this team together. I don't mean to be like that, but that's he's earning You're his money. Lying. You're yeah. not lying. Yeah, but we know it's Travis Kelsey. Let's be honest. I don't mean to be like that. But Every single eye for the Chiefs is on God for on on Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Yeah, and Sunday night is going to piss me off so much. No, it's going to make me it happy. A- you want to know why? Why? Do you know the team that Taylor Swift was rooting for before she was a Kansas City Chiefs fan? Because Travis Kelsey, he, she was. She was a Philadelphia okay. Eagles fan. But here's what's going to piss me off about this game. Okay, there will be a lot of coverage on the fact mm-hmm. that Taylor's there. Sure. Former Eagle fan, now Chiefs fan, because she's getting sure. somebody on the Chiefs. Sure. Aside from that, there was a report that came out that Travis Kelsey's parents and Taylor Swift's parents are meeting Sunday night at the game. Wow. This is interesting. But that's, it's where, also- all that's where all the publicity is going to go. Football is sure. on the back burner. Sure. I, I hate it because, you Until know, it's it prime to, time. When it, but like, I hate it because it, when it comes to sports, and especially mm-hmm. for guys like us, like we know who Taylor, we knew who Taylor Swift was for a while. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But we're here to watch football. Sure. 
But hear me out. Hear me out. Who Taylor Swift was? I get she's a big deal. She's a pop star. She's a mega star. Okay. Yeah. I respect that. But why is she coming to football games and dominating the coverage? I that's what I don't like, and that's That's what I fear is going to happen on Sunday. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear nothing about Taylor. I don't want no camera cuts to Taylor. Let me watch this Super Bowl rematch. Sure. I hear that. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. Hear me out. I. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Is it a distraction? Sort of. Is it football on the backboard? Sort of. Until it's game time. You know what I mean? Until we come out. And like, to be honest with you, I, I'm excited for the Taylor Swift at the game thing for two reasons. One, if you cut to him, you can make a drinking game out of Taylor Swift now in the NFL. All right. A drinking game is that's how you solve your problems. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Second, right. <laughs> she brings in an insane amount of production. And I think that's what the NFL is trying to capture on. And that's the problem. It's the NFL, which of course it's the NFL. That's who we have problems with all the time, regardless, because they can't fix anything, but they finally realized they could get viral. Right. And they're invading her space. And I mean, they've mentioned that on the the Kelsey podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just getting to the point where like, I'd rather watch any other game beside the Kansas city chiefs. Sure. And they're supposed to be the most electric team there. They're supposed to be the most electric team with the most electric player in Mahomes. Everybody's supposed to be wanting to watch them. But now, mm. with just Taylor Swift covered, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. Leave it leave it off my screen. I will sit here and watch Broncos Bills over and over again before I watch I don't know it. about that, but I hear you. Did you see that game? Did you? Did you? Bruh. The, and they fired their offensive coordinator after that game because there were 12 men on the field. It was just like, it was just like. I don't, I don't know. Right. Well, let's talk about this game first. Let's talk about the game first since we already right. talked about it. For those who don't know, everybody knows what happened. Everybody knows what happened. 25 seconds left, 24 seconds left. Broncos third and 13, right? They plan on taking a knee, putting it on the hash that Will Lutz wants it on, rushing the field goal unit on because nobody has any timeout. So they just got to do it and rush the unit on and get and kick the field goal to, see, to try to win, right? They did it. And this is – I'm skipping over the pass interference penalty, which that's another I mean, thing I want to talk about. We got to stop rewarding these underthrows. Under that's throws. what I'm saying. Okay. Aside from that, we're talking about the Bills called timeout when there was 24 seconds left. The Bills knew what was going to happen. It's third down. Did Sean McDermott not coach his team properly? Did the special teams coach not sit here and say, guys, be ready for this quick switch? The defensive coordinator did not sit here and say, guys, be ready for this quick switch. But the offensive coordinator gets fired? It doesn't make sense. Now, my question is, again, why was the OC coordinator fired and eyes aren't being pointed on Sean McDermott or the special teams coach or the defensive coordinator. I don't understand why the OC got fired because I hate to say this because they didn't do a lot, but the Bills did enough to win the game. Sure. On offense. They did enough to win the game. I get that. I mean, can I tell you, can I tell you my perspective around it? You only fire your offensive coordinator when you're the next in line. That's, I don't mean to be like that, but Robert Sala let go of his friend. All right, let go of the offensive corner last year. And what happened? He put his job on the line. And he he went out and got Aaron Rodgers. And then he got injured. And then we all know how that ended. Whatever. We're, we're still looking at Robert Sala. But 
what I'm saying with that is Sherman is on his way out. I don't mean to be like that, but it, it might happen at the end of the year. He needs to win the Super Bowl. And he's honestly, you don't fire your offensive coordinator unless you think you're going to go beat the Jets. Okay? Mm-hmm. They need to win this game now. This is not a, oh, yada, yada. They need to beat the Jets. Because if the Jets beat them, bro, bro, it's, what does this division become? Like, Buffalo's like, getting, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be real dark in Buffalo. Buffalo. Hell yeah. And yeah. as it should, because guess what? Like, no offense, but like, like, I get it was the offensive coordinator's fault. I get, like, okay, you want to start anew, yada, yada, yada. You did it in the middle of the season. Like, mm-hmm. this guy's been on your team for a year and a half. Like, it's just, ah. I mean, and I mean, they if lost. If you're Buffalo, what are you doing right now? What'd you say? If you're Buffalo right now, where are your eyes and what are you doing? If I'm Buffalo right now, I'm pan- panicking. I need to win this game, realistically. Because, like, if I'm Sean McDermott, my job really is on the line now. I can't fire anybody else. I fired the offensive coordinator. You know what I mean? So I'm de- dead on the hot seat. I just have to win. I just have to win and b- feel like I don't know what's going on in Buffalo, too. Because, like, what's up with Diggs? All right. I was going to get into that after. Okay. Sorry. I don't want to be up. like that. Yeah. It's just Trayvon, a obviously, everybody knows Trayvon went to Twitter and was talking about some, oh, 14 got to get up out of there. Mind you, they weren't going off until he got there, right? Sure. Sure. Both, both I think, true statements. I do think not that Diggs has to get out of there, but I think they got to blow this team up. I mean, I'm a Jets fan. I feel like they reached their peak, and then ever since then, they've been trying to get back there, but they're not talented enough, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Not that they're not talented. Sorry. They're not healthy enough, especially on the defensive side of the ball, to be able to keep fighting with Burrow, Mahomes, even Trevor Lawrence at this point. And maybe they don't have the coverage. Huh? They don't have the coverage. They don't. Lamar Hamlin's coming in every other game because their safety either gets hurt or they can't cover people. Like, it's... And it's, we all know how DeMar Hamlin, like, I hate to say this, but because I remember, remember this for people who are watching, I made a bet last year that I thought the Bills were going to win the Super Bowl. So there was me. I had extra eyes. I'm a Jets fan, but I had extra eyes on the Bills no. because I said this. Mm-hmm. DeMar Hamlin is bad at football. Now, obviously, he's great. He made it to the NFL. I, I'm not in the NFL. Congratulations, okay? You did mm-hmm. something I could not do because I didn't train for it. You did train for it. You did the work. You put in the work. And I'm like, I'm proud of you for doing that. But as an analyst, I can sit here and say, hey, you are you should not be starting. You should not be on this field right now because you're not making the right plays. You're not making the right weeds. Is he healthy? I don't know if anyone in Buffalo is healthy. You know what I mean? Well, here's you the thing. Be- you can say that he's not healthy, but we're in week. We're entering week eleven right now. Yeah, I don't. Buffalo has Buffalo had their bye week. Uh, well, they haven't. Their bye week is week thirteen. Mm-hmm. Buffalo sitting at five and five, entering week eleven. Demar Hamlin has been a healthy scratch eight of those ten games. A healthy yeah. scratch. So, Buffalo already knows something's up. Yeah. But they, I feel like they just can't cut him because, at this point, it's a it's a make a wish. Well, I mean, they don't they don't have anyone to cut him for. You know what I mean? Like they even still, they I feel like they don't want to deal with that scrutiny of sure. Oh, the yeah, cut this guy after he did all this for your for your team. I I think it might happen in a year and a half. The the same thing happened to David Tyree. You know what I mean? Someone we put so high up into fandom. You know what I mean? That the team Mm -hmm. is afraid to let you go. I mean, it happens eventually. 
football's a business. We've all said that, but I mean, yeah, I think there are, there are a lot of problems that more than DeMar Hamlin, but it, it's, it's, it's just kind of crazy how like if the Colts can release Peyton, y'all can release DeMar. Crazy. I mean, yeah. And I mean, don't get me wrong. That was an insane move too. It was understandable though. I, yeah. He's, I headed, he's, he's headed to his twilight years. Mm-hmm. He's recovering from neck surgery. Gotta get, you gotta move on. So they Buffalo. cut the whole half the team though. They didn't just cut Peyton Manning. They cut everybody. They cut. Yeah, they, they, they wanted to restart. Yeah, they just they, they just did. Yeah, and it it worked it worked out, and it would have worked out better if Andrew Luck obviously was able to stay healthy and was able to. If they invested in their offensive line, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Exactly. But going back to the tweets, I I do think that Trayvon was right especially because he's defending his brother. But one, it's a bad look for Stefan because, yeah. yeah, you know, it lets you know that obviously he's telling his brother some stuff behind the scenes. Well, that's that's why I don't think it was right for Stefan. You know what I mean? Because, like, what's it – I mean, they've had an amazing relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah. They've had an amazing – Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen have an amazing relationship. You know what I mean? But what happens when this creeps in? You know what I mean? Like – like, like you said, it, it might just be time to blow it up, but I mean, like, he's the second most targeted player since 2020 in the whole NFL. He's being force-fed, though. I, I understand, but, and like, I why would you ever leave that? You know what I mean? Like, you're a wide receiver. That's what you want. You know what I mean? Isn't that, like, isn't that candy or, like, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Listen, I love Stefan Diggs. Everybody knows he's my top one wide receiver in the league, okay? He's my wide receiver one. But one, you – like, this is a terrible look for you. Yeah. Two, we know, like, you're a great route runner, but, yes, Josh Allen has been force-feeding you. Sure. But, like, like I said, it's it's just a terrible look. Yeah. And the way you have been acting has – even me, I'm sitting here like, ugh. Wild. Damn, what the hell's going on? Wild. As Jet fans, we're, we're at the mouth. If we can beat Buffalo this week, bro, I'm t- – Blow it up. Blow it up. And you know, you know what's crazy? I we should we need to have a Buffalo fan on soon to ask him all these questions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like like these are I, I can't even imagine what Buffalo fans are going through right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause like anytime Terrell Owens, like sure you could say he was a, a bad detriment to the locker room. When he left a team, they didn't do well. Do you know what I mean? There was a hole missing. You know what I mean? And, like, yes, Stefan Diggs is passionate. Yes, Stefan Diggs brings some drama. You know what I mean? But he also catches the damn ball more than anybody else. You know what I mean? So, like, it's – at at that point, I mean, like, deal with it. Like, I don't – I don't I, – I don't, I know that that's, that's, that's harsh and it is what it is. But what I'm saying is if Josh Allen can go in front of the cameras and say, okay, it was my fault, why is that not crystal clear to Stefan Diggs? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I mean, maybe maybe Josh Allen just needs a thick skin and needs to realize that hey, this is a corner. No offense to corners, but this is a corner who likes to talk. Clearly, he he would love nothing more than to reunite with his brother in Dallas. You know what I mean? Dallas would love him as a number two to CD. You know what I mean? So it's just like I don't know. I think there's more to this story than just the tweet. You know what I mean? I think you're right. There is talks behind other people's backs, but it's just. It's crazy to me, Elijah. It's like I, as a Jets fan, I'm looking at this and I'm like, please blow this up, please. 
because um I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna read this off. I opened ESPN to you know pull up the slate slate from last week so we can talk okay. about it a little bit. But I saw this article. Stefan Diggs had distanced himself from the tweets. Stefan Diggs said, and I quote, I'm not responsible for how other people feel. Valid. Anybody in this room for this man, a reporter, player, even my own brother. I love my brother in the space. That my brother's coming from is my family. So you, if you want to know how he feels, you got to take it up with him. So Diggs said, he also said, not quoting Diggs. Oh, no, I am quoting him. I haven't had a personal conversation with him. My brother is watching football. He's not playing too much. Gotcha. Obviously, he's coming from more of a fan perspective. So that, but that is my family. So I handle my family with the utmost respect. I always hope people treat it that way. Gotcha. Okay. Let me see here. Uh, so what he's saying is he hasn't had any conversations, basically, right? Diggs has also said, and I quote, Forcing my way of anywhere is not my goal. I don't feel like I have to at this point. I feel like I'm in a great space, a great place. I'm loved and I'm appreciated. At the end of the day, that's all I want. That's all anybody will want in any job that you do. Valid. So Diggs is basically saying, hey, Trayvon is doing his own thing. This has nothing to do with me or how I actually feel about the situation. On the other hand, we can see how Diggs is behaving and will say, like, you're being a little bratty. You feel me? Sure. Because you're losing. But I think he's... I can appreciate it if he's just being a sore loser because I, I'm a sore loser as well. Okay, of course, everybody, that's a sports trait. Michael Jordan, you know what I mean? Yeah. Isaiah Thomas didn't shake Michael Jordan's hand after he beat him. Like, that's crazy. You know what I mean? So it's like I can appreciate it if you're just being a sore loser. Yeah. But it's just the fact that you're doing this and then your brother's saying this. Now it's like we have to look at you sideways because – only you know what goes on behind closed doors, so we, yeah. we will have to take your word on it. But it's just, and I appreciate him clearing that up to a point because that's I really something really he could have done. Clearing that up, actually, I'm not gonna lie. This made me, this made me not rethink my fandom again. Like we're good now, we good, we, okay. we good staff. So me, we good fourteen. That's what's up. But even as a player, as for Buffalo, y'all gotta, y'all gotta figure it out. Five losses is enough on the season already. The mm -hmm. most wins you can have now is twelve. And that's not winning you the conference. I mean, that'll win you the division. But that's the question mark. You know what I mean? Do they still win the division? Miami. They still hot. win the division. Here's the funny the thing Jets, about it. I don't the think, Jets I, think I think they just handed the division to Miami with that loss on, on Monday. Okay. And you're about to run into a Jets team who has extra we have a little extra motivation because Aaron's talking about mid December. He wants to come back. Hell yeah. So we especially our defense, we have a little extra motivation to really get down and play on Sunday. Now, save Zach Wilson for whatever he's going to give us. We haven't scored a touchdown in, what, 36 drives? Sure. But our defense, they're – Like a Tron. I, be I believe in this Jets team. And that's – the crazy thing about it is if Josh Allen comes out and plays and, and puts his foot down, he should beat this team. Yeah. Even though we're a top three defense. Even though you lost to us week one. Even though – you know what I mean? You're, they're home. They're in Buffalo. I mean – they need to win this game. I don't mean to be like that, but yeah. it's on Josh Allen. This is the definition of a must win for yeah. Buffalo. But um, Do you think it's on Josh Allen or do you think it's on the head coach here for this game? This is on the head coach. Okay. All right. Because like I said, Josh Allen literally he scored the game-winning touchdown yeah. for Buffalo. And then a defensive blunder, and which was just a pass interference call, mm -hmm. and the 12 men on the field – 
lost them that game. Yeah. Now, obviously, the game doesn't come down to one play, for real. But at the end of the day, you know, we like to say, you know, people made mistakes earlier in the game, blah, 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 and it doesn't come down to one play. But it does. That play, it came down to one play. And that's that that's just because they took the timeout, and then they put 12 men on the field. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's like that game came down to one play. And I know there were mistakes made earlier in the game. Josh Allen had a few INTs. Sure. You know, there's plenty of stuff that happened earlier in the game for us to sit here and say, yeah, this game, obviously, Buffalo could have won this game earlier in the game if they played better, blah, 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 blah. No, this game, it did come down to the single play. Mm-hmm. And even if I was – when I was a player myself, same thing. I I gave up my freshman year of high school. I was a corner. I gave up a game-winning touchdown, okay? We lost 15-8. And it was – I think it was less than a minute left. And I'm sitting here like, this loss is fully on me, bro. Sure, sure. Because I went I went for the ball instead of playing – playing knock the ball, knock the receiver out of bounds or knock the ball out of, out of his hands. Sure. You had other I options that pick. you didn't take. I went for the pick. Ball went through my hands. He was behind me, caught it, touchdown. Literally, right behind mm-hmm. me, caught it. I just didn't close my hands fast enough. That loss is on me. That game came down to one play. I fumbled. We lost. My fault. Same thing happened to you guys. It came down to that one play, for real. But, I mean, the great players are the players that, you know what I mean, the, the lesson in this is that, Sure, it could come down to that one play, but your my best advice I can give you is get over it. You know what I mean? Like, like, and that's the thing I have to tell this Buffalo team, even though I don't like them, even though I hope they fail, get over it. Be a goldfish, have a 10-second memory and move on. You know what I mean? You have bigger and better things. But I don't like Buffalo, so I hope they remember it. All right. So I don't mean to be like that, but oh. What do you want to talk about next? But that is what it is. Um since we're talking about must-wins, let's recap a little bit of Sunday, especially we're really going to cover the AFC North today. Yeah. And then we're going to move on. Uh, it's not going to be a long pod, even though we're already 30 minutes in. I know. But AFC North, on Sunday, Cleveland faced Baltimore. Cleveland won within the last minute in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, with now Deshaun Watson out for the season with a broken shoulder. Um, Crazy. All, not Baltimore. Cincinnati played Houston. Another game where they lost in the last few minutes of the game. Shout out CJ Stroud in Houston. Hell they yeah. are balling right now. And then the other AFC North team, which is the Steelers. Um, I forgot who they played. They won too, though. They won. I remember that. Uh, they they did played win. Green Bay. 23. It was Green Bay, wasn't it? It was Green Bay. Yeah. I, I think that was my lock of the week, actually. Was it Pittsburgh? Nice. But, um,. Pittsburgh also won in Green Bay. So now Pittsburgh is six and three. Baltimore, I believe, is six and three. I don't know if they had their bye week yet. Um, no, Baltimore seven and three. Yeah. Pittsburgh six and three. Cleveland is now six and three. Biggest surprise of all, probably. And then Cincinnati is five and four. This week we have all NFC AFC NFC. God, we have all AFC North teams facing each other. So Pittsburgh is facing Cleveland. Mm-hmm. But Baltimore's facing Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. We're talking about must wins. Now, I hate to say this. I'm going to count the Browns out. QB1's done. They have an amazing defense, don't get me wrong. QB1 okay. is out. RB1 is out. Unless DTR is really hit, like, we're going to see if he's really him. Mm-hmm. He has this, like, 
I think before when he started, he didn't have the whole week to prep. He had mm-hmm. like two days. He just found out he was starting, so he had to jump in there. This week they said it, DTR, you're starting. You got the whole week to prep. We're really going to see if DTR could be QB1. I mean, they got Kareem Hunt. They have that amazing defense. I think I think Cleveland's still in this game, but I think I think the it's Pittsburgh's game to lose. Do you know it what I mean? Is, like, I, I I agree wholeheartedly. And, and Kenny, and it's on Kenny Pickett. No offense. I think he's done an amazing job. He's he's really amped it up in the fourth quarter. And I think Mike Tomlinson having his back through the whole thing it makes him, you know what I mean, second, third best coach of the league. I mean, yeah, I mean that it, it's crazy because this whole division, every single defense is pretty damn good. You probably put make every single one of these teams probably has a top ten defense. Minus maybe top 10? Maybe minus Cincinnati, but Pittsburgh, great defense. Uh yeah, Cleveland, but I'm looking at I'm looking at Pittsburgh and Baltimore with the question mark of top ten as well. I because I mean all right, so more, the, top five is, the top five is definitely uh Jets, sure, Eagles, sure, Niners, yep, Jets, Eagles, Niners, Browns, yep. Maybe. Well, I'm just saying, like uh, TJ TJ Watt's having a year. You know what I mean? Like he's TJ Watt is having a year, but it's TJ Watt. Yeah, I know, and I mean, I my question is, will he continue it? You know what I mean? I think that's that's what if Pittsburgh if, if all four teams end up in the playoffs, minus Cincinnati. I don't maybe Cincinnati doesn't have a great defense. I just think Henderson is super underrated. But I, I it's 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 just a crazy look. Like, oh, and I I, I think. Historically, Pittsburgh and Baltimore's uh, defenses have just been amazing. You know what I mean? So, I I mean, like you said, season's not over yet. We haven't really seen it all. But Lamar Jackson low-key lost that game last week. I don't mean to be like that, Elijah. But that, mm. pick, that pick at the end, I don't mean to be like that. But mm. I had Baltimore in like nine things. And I had Baltimore winning in nine. I, I Believe me, I am a Lamar Jackson stan. I love him. But that last pick. It hurt. It hurt, especially because it was a pick six. Someone needs to tackle that guy. I mean, I get it. It was off a deflection. You know what I mean? Nobody's fault. You know what I mean? I, I, he, he tried to make a play. Someone made a play on his play. Get it. You know what I mean? But what? I don't know. That that was just a crazy play. Um, I'm not gonna put it all on Lamar, like you said. Sure. It was tipped. It was tipped. But I will put it on the fact that the Ravens are. I saw this also earlier today. In terms of losing games in the fourth quarter, last second, last seconds of the game, last minutes of the game, I think the Ravens have Ravens have the most losses within the last three years, which is, I think they have the most losses in the last two years or the last three years, whichever way you want to, whichever way you want to file it. With four quarter comebacks, they need to figure out how to finish these games because sure. I hate to say it because I'm not a Ravens fan. I like Lamar, but I'm not a Ravens fan. I don't like the Ravens. I don't like the organization. They're probably my favorite team within this uh, AFC North. I mean, yeah, I'm. I definitely go with the Bengals in the AFC North. Okay, all right, that's that's me personally. Yeah, um, I don't like. I never really liked the Ravens. My grandfather's a Ravens fan. I think that's really. Where my, I think that's Your grandfather's my, a Ravens fan. Yeah, I just let me. Can he I lives in Delaware. I, no, I would. I just want to compliment him because, like. I, my my dad went to school down in let's say Baltimore or whatever, so everyone's a Ravens fan down there, and the fandom is 
it's just so strong. Like I went, I went on a church retreat with people from Baltimore and then there was a simultaneous church retreat with people from Pittsburgh. And like, we were in a church and like, they made that joke and no one was laughing. Like that's how, that's how strong the fandom, they were in church. No one laughed. I was just like, where, where am I? Listen, I get it. I respect it. But I think because like, I think all of my disdain comes from like family experiences where I don't like that team. Like the Giants, I've grown out of it. I was a Patriots fan in 08. Really? I loved Brady. I just loved Brady. He was my favorite. Like, obviously, Michael Vick was my favorite player. Sure. But I loved Brady for some reason. Yeah, I mean, he he was amazing to watch. He was. We were 18 and 0. I can't believe that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, this is where I was back then. I had my Brady jersey on and everything. Where is Phil for this? Oh my God! He doesn't need Brady. to be here for this. He'll, oh my God! We'll see it after. He'll clip it after. I, I like to I like to torture Phil with this very game. So keep going, keep going. Sorry. But like we were eighteen and zero, and I'm just like, yo, there's no way, there's no way we don't lose. I'm at home. I'm watching the game, and we lose, and literally like tears fall from my eyes. Well, you're also you're you were rooting for the Patriots in New York. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like, like, like I'm guessing people watching with you. No offense, they're pro- were they Giants fans? My dad is a Giants fan, and that's that why it hurt even more because it was like, yo, this is there my team go. against your team. There's no way we lose. We lose, bro. Tears out my eyes. My Brady jersey has hasn't been seen since that day. Oh my god! Like, I went outside and I threw it somewhere. I ripped it off my body and threw it somewhere, and I've never seen it again. Wild, <laughs> wild. Like that, that cut me so deep. Okay. And that's why I disliked the Giants for so long. That's crazy. That's, now, I started liking them again. I started liking them again a little bit when Odell was there because I was an Odell sure. fan. Yeah. Saquon, I was a big Saquon fan coming out of Penn State because I, sure. I, I used to love Penn State too. So when Saquon got there, I was really watching there. Shohei Otani is AL MVP. Type it up real quick. Um, Sorry. I just yeah. Even in a shortened season, he was still a, AL MVP, man. He was. There's no other person. And I mean, I don't mean to distract, but who do you think Shohei's going to? I know that's a weird question, but we'll talk about that later. All right, bet. Well, and you're gonna love exactly where I think he's gonna go. Okay, bet. Let's end on that. But that's where my disdain from the Giants came. When say when Odell got there, I liked him a little bit because I'm an LSU fan. Y'all know that's crazy. LSU fandom, big LSU fan here. Sure. But I was really watching Penn State a lot after the Jerry Sandusky scandal, and that's mm-hmm. how I started liking Saquon. Saquon got there, I was a big fan. And Daniel Jones got there, and I was like, this is literally the second coming of Eli. I kind of like where the direction of this team was going. Sure. So that's how I grew out of my Giants hate. Okay. Yep. Yep. But Baltimore hate has not gone away yet. I understand. Lamar will do it to you, though. Lamar, Lamar will bring you there. I'm telling you. But this started from Joe Flacco. This started from that, that Super Bowl when the lights went out. Okay. That's where it started from. Sure. Sure. I get that. I get that. And then I got I got Commander's hate, too. Which You don't like Ray Lewis, though? I actually did not like Ray Lewis. Really? That's crazy. Okay. No, and Ray Rice gave me another reason to not like them. But I, we're not going to get into that. Oh, my God. Another yeah. another team I hate. Like I said, Commanders, when they were Redskins, my cousin, big fan of them, bro. And sure. just, it just pissed me off. When they got RG3 there and they started winning, mm-hmm. like, obviously, I'm a root for RG3 because I, sure. I liked his character. I liked how he played. But you saw how they didn't take care of him. You saw how they let him get injured. Yeah, and exactly. Injured. But yeah. even 
if RG three was not there, I would have never liked the Commanders or the sure. Redskins. Like I, I hated that team. Like I can literally tell you, the Rams. Oh my gosh, my uncle's a Rams fan, and I hated them for so long. Mm-hmm. No, I get that. I get that. I just, I. That's so nice. I don't mean to be like that. Just because, like, Elijah, you don't know. Like, I, I was a little Giants fan that was just like, yo, we gonna beat them. We gonna, we gonna do it. I, I have faith, and everyone's looking at me like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking. About. And then they won. And then everyone had to look at me like, oh, maybe he do know. Maybe he, maybe he watched that, those games. And I'm just like, yeah, like that's th- that's what made me believe in underdogs. And I love underdog stories. And growing up a Giants fan, to that, you know what I mean? Like it was, ugh, loved it. You know what I mean? So I mean, I totally get the the hate on teams in a sense. Like I don't like I watch what the Chargers do. Not a Chargers fan whatsoever. I hate that organization. <laughs> like I like like I hate teams that have the talent and just release people. You know what I mean? Like. It gets to me. You know what I mean? Like, ugh. But my thing is with the Chargers, like I just love their uniforms so much. Of course, I, I mean they're they're a great organ. They have amazing players. Gates, you had LT. Like it's just it's just the powder blue uniforms. That's why I'm a Chargers fan. Understandable. Understandable. The powder blue is the only reason why I like the Chargers, bro. Really? That powder blue is the only reason why. Like I was really no. When I told you a few years ago, and mm-hmm. I sent the screenshot in the chat when I was really like hating the Jets. Uh huh. I was literally deciding, like, damn, should I just be a Chargers fan? I don't know. Because I love Like, when I was a kid, bro, that was the organization I wanted to play for. Really? Okay. Just because of the powder blues. Understandable. I wanted to see 22 in powder blue, bro. I wanted to. That's what's up. I see that. I see that. The 22 in powder blue does look pretty nice. I mean, LT wore it. A lot of people wore it. Ugh. LT wore nice 21. Jersey. Yeah, he was 21. No, but I'm not, not – I didn't mean the actual number. I meant just the jersey. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but yeah, we're getting way off topic here. We're supposed to be talking about why I don't like the Ravens. Sure. <laughs> Not talking about why I don't like the Ravens. I just think I don't they should be nine and one right now, to be honest. Two of these losses, which is this week and the Colts game, they shouldn't have lost. Tell us how you feel about Harbaugh. Harbaugh won a Super Bowl. He did. He knows he what did. he's doing. Off off of Ray Lewis's back though. I don't mean to be like that. But he knows what he's doing. He has the experience. He's had. He did it with Joe Flacco. Sure, he did. He got Lamar in here, and they literally just all they do is win. When they Lamar do goes win. down, the team. I just noticed that when Lamar goes down, the team goes down. And Lamar likes Harbaugh. I'm not trying to be that guy. I'm just saying that, like, I just some of these losses for the Ravens, they just baffle me. You know what I mean? Like, it's just. It is what it is, and it's fine. It's not like it's bad, but it's just like I want Lamar to succeed. I want I want people to see Lamar as a great quarterback because he is. He's putting in the work, you know what I mean? But then it's just a loss like that to Cleveland. It was it's hard to watch, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was a hard loss to watch. Um but I'm actually glad that they lost because now this puts a little bit like it puts a little fire under their ass. And I think tonight. It's, there's a big fire on the Cincinnati's ass because they're last place in the division and they're supposed they're supposed to be towards the top Super Bowl favorites to me. So mm-hmm. I would say for tonight, I'm gonna get I'm gonna just get into the night because we're 45 minutes in. We're just gonna start talking about this week. But do we? Did I, Joe uh, make that spreadsheet for all the games? Uh he made it. I have it here though. Okay. Okay. Right, as long as you have it. Okay. He, who does, who's he picking for tonight? Um, I don't know who he's picking. I got to see. 
Okay. Uh, he might be waiting for your pick to, to decide. Okay, gotcha. Understandable. I just, uh, I can't find it. That's the only reason I'm... Well, our central info. Yeah, Phil has no picks in yet. Okay, cool. But we're going to get into what we think is going to happen tonight. Um, Cincinnati's definitely in a must-win situation. Mm-hmm. And it's in prime time, and this is where Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase love to show up most. I feel like people forget that Joe Burrow always shows up in prime time. He does. And the stat that was posted today on Twitter that I saw was that Bengals, I don't know if it was 7 or 11, but they are 0-4 in their last few. They're 0-4 on Thursday nights. Really? Yes. And you know what happens. The sports jinx. It always happens. Stephen Curry hasn't missed a free throw in freaking 80 attempts. The next free throw he misses because you said it. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember Justin Tucker. They were saying he hasn't missed the kick in sixty something kicks. And he misses. As soon as they said it, he misses the next kick. Sure, it's the sports jinx. It always happens. Since like everything points to Baltimore winning tonight. Okay, they had the better overall team. T. Higgins is out. Sam Hubbard is out for that Cincinnati defense. Everything sure. points to Baltimore. Everything points to Baltimore winning. Okay, which is exactly why Cincinnati wins this game. Got you. I'm. I mean, no offense, but we'll go through all the pickums, right? We're gonna go through all the games later. Yeah. We're just we're just talking primetime games right now. I agree with you. I think I think really you're right. Everything does point for Baltimore winning, and they lost so badly that I think they need this win. So, and I mean, you're you're right to the aspect of hey, do we can we really trust this Baltimore defense? That's a test tonight. You know what I mean, like. Cleveland or Cincinnati hasn't won a lot on Thursday night. Bet what that's just, that's just plus money for the defense. But if the defense chokes, I mean, we'll see tonight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Ugh. I'm, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm probably leaning more towards Baltimore. I mean, you'll see when we get into our picks. But uh, yeah, I just that loss was just so hard that I think I think this, they need this bounce back win. Uh, okay, so you, you got Cincy winning tonight, basically. What you're saying. Yeah, but I wanted to wait through the pickums to go for who I'm actually going to pick. Uh, what game do you want to go to next? Um, another game I want to go to. I was going to say let's talk about Cleveland and Pittsburgh, but we already spoke about it. Yeah. Um, another division. Let's see. I think another game that matters a lot, and this is not necessarily for playoff seating or anything, sure. but Giants versus Washington. Do you think so? I think this game matters a lot to see if some of these guys are still active throughout the rest of the season. Like oh, you're Saquon. talking about Saquon Barkley and other others. Mainly Saquon Barkley because I know a lot of fantasy managers are probably riding on the fact that he'll be able to play out the season and uh, deliver some of us a championship. Sure. Uh, shout out, TJ. Shout out, TJ, yeah. But if Saquon ends up sitting, like, we're entering week 11. If he gets shut down week 14, that's a lot of teams RB1 gone. A lot of teams first-round pick gone. Fantasy-wise, that is a big thing, yeah. I I don't know if the Giants sit him. You know what I mean? I think that might be the smart thing to do. I think they should pay him. I think he should be a part of the future. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I don't – like you said, we'll have to tune in and watch. Um, but other than that, I mean, I'm not – I'm not too surprised. I think this is a must-win game for the Giants, though. Just because, like, too. just because I, who else are we beating in this division? I, what did I say? What have I been saying? I said the, the New York Giants need to focus on divisional games, okay? This is Washington. This isn't Philly. This isn't Dallas, all right? 
I get you have a third string quarterback. I get Tyrod Taylor's not around. I get whatever you want to say. You know what I mean? But like you're rolling over and you're 53 man roster, bro. The none of those guys want to roll over. You know what I mean? None of them want to look like this. It's this is a this is a game the Giants need to really compete in, even though it's it doesn't really mean much, right? It doesn't mean it. This game doesn't mean anything for real. It probably has meaning for Washington because I think they are sitting at about five and five right now. And it has meaning for the Patriots because if, if we win, then Washington's sitting at four and six. So they, they probably win. do have a little chance at a wild card. Because the sure. NFC is kind of weak this year. It it is, but it's also I mean, Dallas and Philly are really are, I would say, two top five teams. But I mean it's Dallas, Philly. Yeah. 49 is gonna get a wild card. Yeah. That they won their division. What about Seattle? Seattle, one of them gets a wild card. And there's yeah. one more wild card left. So it's like, I guess Washington's competing with Green Bay and Tampa for the last spot. What about the Vikings? You you counting them out? I mean, I didn't mean I didn't mean Green Bay. I meant Minnesota. Oh, okay. You meant Minnesota. My bad. Uh okay. What about you thinking the Rams too? Like what I'm saying is the Rams are technically favored. And they're heading into a game that they are probably gonna lose this Sunday. I know, but they're favored, which is weird. Yeah, they're headed into a game that they're going to lose this Sunday. Yeah, I'm picking, I'm picking the Seahawks too. There, too. I mean, I don't mean to get into, the, but yeah, that's what. I, it's just, it's just very. I mean, is Matt Stafford? Could do you think everyone's healthy enough that Matt Stafford's somehow, not healthy? The problem. I know, I know, but like, do you think somehow they're healthy enough that the sports books think that like, oh, the Rams could somehow win? I don't like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I, I don't. Mean, but the sports books, the sports books always have an inside track that we don't sure. pay attention to. Sure. But um, we don't know if they're bluffing here or that they actually believe that the Rams are going to beat the Seahawks. Like, I mean, I think the game's in L.A. Okay, so maybe they're favorited for home field. Okay. Yeah, so we'll see about that. But um, I got Seattle winning this game for sure. Okay. Uh, any other primetime games? Maybe? Um, another game I want to get into real quick, Chicago-Detroit. I think this game will be very telling for – not only this game, but this game will be the jumpstart of the very tough analysis on Justin Fields. You think so? I think this game to the rest of the season is going to see, like, can he be our quarterback? Okay, great. Do you think he gets traded? That's my first question to you. If he does not perform well, he's out of there. Okay, gotcha. So you're so saying he has to have a good rest were, of the They weren't rolling with Tyler Badgett, mm-hmm. but they had a nice little rhythm. And he was mm-hmm. making good reads. He was making good throws. Mm-hmm. So, especially after that hard fought win against, granted it was Carolina. Carolina's not the best team. It was a, it was actually a great team win for football heads. That was a great game to watch. Mm-hmm. So I think that if Justin is not going to produce like Tyler was, sure, we can we can throw his Chicago career out. And he'll be donning a New Jersey next year, probably as a backup somewhere. Maybe Baltimore. Maybe New York. No. Maybe. Who knows? We're going to get – listen. Who do you think I'm get, talking about, though? Who do you think I'm talking about, though? Oh, you're, you're talking about the Giants. I'm talking about the Giants. That doesn't that doesn't work, though, for the Giants. You don't, don't think, think so? I don't Daniel think Jones so. only technically guaranteed two years, so they could swap in a sense. That's interesting, but I don't think I'm so. just I, I'm just putting that out there in the world. Hopefully, I don't know. You know what I mean? But as for the Jets, I do think that we're going to get one of these shiny new toys out of college football. You think so as a QB? 
we know Zach's not our, our answer. Mm-hmm. We've given him all we can. Okay. We know Zach's not the answer. Mm-hmm. We know Aaron's not going to last another four or five years. Sure. So you, you draft someone to sit under Aaron, you're saying, like Green Bay did. But we actually – Daniels. Four years. Welcome to New but, York. Jaden okay. Daniels, welcome to New York. That's an interesting pick. All right. I'm going to throw something at you that maybe you're going to disagree with, but uh, I'm going to go Shador Sanders. He's not coming off the draft this year, though. I know, but if he was. If he was, I'd, I'd, I'd welcome him with open arms. Okay. I'd, that's I'd, that's I'd all I'm like, him with open arms. Like, like, I almost want to be like, hey, Jets, why don't you wait for Shador Sanders? Like, I, he's, I've seen him play, Elijah, and he's he's playing with a lack of offensive line. He's got some weapons, you know what I mean? But it's he, he he's dealt with injuries. I mean, he talks somewhat, but, I mean, I think he backs it up. I like his accuracy. I'm going to just say this about Shador, and we're going to get back into the games. Okay. He's probably one of the most poised college quarterbacks out there. Sure. Him and Penix, I believe, are probably two of the most <clears> – they can run. Don't get me wrong. They can move. Yeah. But they will sit in that pocket and deliver a dart to wherever. You know they who they kind of remind me of a little bit? Who? Oh. A little bit of Jalen Hurts. I mean, not not a lot, but, like, what I'm saying is, like, I, he went through something in Alabama on the transfer that <coughs> made him think about how am I going to be that quarterback. You know what I mean? And don't get me wrong. Jalen Hurts runs, but his arm is amazing. You know what I mean? Like, he he trusts his wide receivers. I mean, he has a relationship with Smith. He has a relationship with A.J. Brown. He He's very invested. I mean, I, I, I don't I know. I'm, I'm with you, though. I disagree about Jalen Hurts. Okay, understandable. I mean, that's yeah. But I do see where you're coming from. Thank you. I appreciate that. But like I said, I enjoy their pocket presence more than anything. Okay. And especially Penix because he's a lefty, which there are not a lot of them. I know. They're one in the NFL right now. I only think two is the only lefty starter. Okay. Uh what do you want to talk about next? Any other big games? Let's get into the games. Back into the games. We're not going to talk about Jets-Buffalo because we spoke about what needs to happen with Buffalo, and we spoke okay. about how the Jets are hungry to win. So we'll see what happens. We're going to – last game we're going to talk about – oh, we're not going to talk about Philly and Kansas City because we already did. Actually, I don't – I don't really – talk to me a little bit more about it, though. What do you – What do you, who do you think is going to win this game? Let me ask you that. Because I, I got – so I, right. I honestly have Philly winning this game because it's in a regular season game. Okay. There's okay. something about the Chiefs where they don't take that next step and go to that next level until the playoffs start. Mm-hmm. So that's where that's what I believe is going to happen again. I feel like that's a good announcement. Just, I like that. That's I I just think Philly's going to run this game. Um, Kansas City can afford the loss because the next team they lose their their tied with if Baltimore wins their tie with Baltimore and if. Okay. If Miami wins their tie with Miami, they hold the tiebreaker over Miami already. Gotcha. I don't think they play Baltimore this season, so, but um, next time we'll see this playoffs. Then okay. Yeah, but um, Kansas City can afford the loss again. Their wide receivers got to step up. Kelsey Taylor Swift's gonna be there, so I'm pretty sure he'll perform. It's in KC but, um, too, right? Or is it in Philly? It's in KC. Ooh. We'll see what I I can't give you an answer here. I really don't know, but I, I if I'm gonna root, I'm gonna root for Kansas City. 
Sure. But the analysis side says Philly. Gotcha. No, I hear that. I really do. Uh, but um, you want to go through the slate of games? Yeah, we're gonna go through the slate right now. Other than the games that we already mentioned, it's pretty much. Obviously, there's gonna be some upsets and there's some sleepers, but um, majority of games here are gonna be easy picks. So, Cincinnati, Baltimore, which is tonight. You got Baltimore. I got Baltimore. I see you wrote it in already. Yeah, sorry. I just, you know, why not? Oh, by the way, if if Phil doesn't put his pick in by start of game, we're holding it. That's a loss. We're holding it to him. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Next up is Tennessee and Jacksonville. Okay. I'm gonna yeah. go Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Um, I'm going Jacksonville as well. Okay, cool. I'm not participating in pickums anymore. You need to be participating in these pickums. All right. Well, the reason why I'm not is because not having the lock of the week, I feel like with it only every game being the same, like we we agree on majority of games. Sure. Yeah, that's what I mean. So there will not be a big pick, like there won't be a big record difference. And I'm already like two games behind, so it's like No, I get point, that. I get that, but like the thing that was annoying me was like I was willing to be the middleman. Like I was willing to be like, okay, cool, let's make it optional. You know what I mean? Optional? No, because me and Phil were both say like me and Phil were both okay. Me and Phil both wanted to do the, the double up. I I just don't want to do the double up because if I and lose, mine is down. Why, that's why I came to the point where it was like, well, if everybody doesn't want to do it, we're not going to do it. It's, and the fact that we agree, like John, we agree on every game. The only game we disagree on so far. That we've spoken about, and I know every every other game we're gonna agree on. Mm-hmm. Only a game that we disagree on is tonight. Where you, I got Cincy. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see and see. Let's go. Let's let's keep going through it. Well, next up we got Chargers in Green Bay, and it's in right. Green Bay. I'll go Chargers here. Mm-hmm. Me too. Okay. We disagree a lot more than you think, Don. I don't mean to be like that, but we do. Giants in Washington. In Washington. Uh, who do you got? You got Washington? No. Okay, I do. Okay. Uh, Next up is Vegas and Miami. In Miami. Uh, Miami. Yeah, I. it's in Miami. I love Antonio Pierce as much as the next guy, but come on. And this is his first loss. He, he just played the Jets and the Giants, so that's plus two. So he'll, he's fine with this loss. Arizona, Houston. Uh, I'm going to go Arizona here. Really? I think CJ Stroud loses one game and this is it. I think uh, Kyler Murray returning, he needs to put on a show. I don't know if it'll happen, but Kyler Murray is from Texas, so he's going home. You know what I mean? I just feel like that that uh, uh, Arizona defense is a little weak. I but... 100% get that. I'm, ju- I'm, I'm just, I'm picking the upset here. I'm willing to pick yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Chicago, Detroit. I already know you got Detroit. I got Detroit, yeah. Pittsburgh, Cleveland. Oh, this is hard. This is really hard. Because, like, I don't not believe in Cleveland. Do you know what I mean? Like, they just lost to Sean Watson. The defense is going to shut Pittsburgh down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, But I watched the Pittsburgh game, too, and they were close. So, it's just, like, it really could be anybody's game. I, th- I, think, I think George Pickens needs to get involved. I think this Pittsburgh offense needs to make a statement here. I think Kenny Pickett's been rolling. So, I guess I'll go Kenny Pickett and the Steelers. Who would you go? You're with? going Steelers. You're going Steelers too. Interesting. You should make a, a a little recollection thing on the side and just see if you were right or wrong. You never know. I get you don't want to play. I'm just saying. 
Uh, Dallas, Carolina. Uh, Dallas. It's in Carolina, by the way. Yeah, I'll go Dallas. Tampa and San Francisco in San Francisco. Say it one more time. San Francisco versus who? The Bucks. Uh, what do you think? You're a big Bucks believer. San Francisco. It's in San Francisco. I know. And ever since they added Chase Young, it's like they they look. I can't they're wait. A they're a different team. monster now. They are. They're just they're. When you and said Debo the team is also back. yeah, and Debo's also back. They hung 34 on the Jags last week. And only yeah. I just like I like what Baker's doing with these upsets because he has been upsetting people. Uh, I'll go 49ers here. Stay safe. Well, what are you thinking? You wouldn't you wouldn't roll with your bucks? No, no. All right, understandable. Uh, the next game up is the Rams and Seahawks. Who you got? I got Seahawks. I got the Seahawks as well. Cool. Next game up is Jets and Buffalo. Uh, who you got? I'm super torn right now. I'm not going to lie because it's, you know, my personal fandom is getting in the way. Sure. But I really do feel like Buffalo wins this game. So I know. I hear that. You're picking Buffalo. I feel like I should be smart and pick Buffalo, but I'll pick the Jets. Okay. Just because I'd love to see a sweep. I'd love, you know, that'd be it. That'd be the best belated birthday present ever. You know, I don't mean to be like that, but if I could just have that, that'd be. Mm. Minnesota, Denver. Oh. With the possibility of Jay Jetta's returning. Where are we playing? Where are we playing? Denver. Damn it. Give me him. Give me, give me, give me Minnesota. Even though Denver has been playing better this year, Russell Wilson. Oh, is... it's in Denver, by the way. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. But I, I like Josh Dobbs more than I like Russell Wilson. Still. In the last game, Philly, Kansas City. Philly, Kansas City. This is the hard one. Um, I agree with your analysis of Philly will probably win over Kansas City, even though it's in Kansas City. Um, I don't know. I mean, and you know, it's it'll probably regular, it's just regular season. That's all. It'll also probably break the streak of uh, you know how Trev, uh, Travis Kelsey, you were you were making the analysis of when Taylor goes to the games versus when she doesn't. He plays better. It'll mm-hmm. probably break that streak if that happens. I'm still picking KC though. I mean, I just. I'd sure. like Mahomes to prove me wrong. I'd like I'd like to see them beat Philly, even though I have Jalen Hurts, and I think he's going to play amazing. I just I I I like Philly, but like Philly fans need to no offense understand they're beatable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I can't wait until they play Dallas again in Dallas. Like, let's go. Okay. That game was amazing. Well, there you have our slate this week. Phil's picks are not here. Otherwise, I would announce them for you guys. But Damn. hey, like we said, if he misses kickoff, that's yeah, an L right there. It's an L, yeah. John is two games behind. Phil is 28 16. John is 26 and 18. Stay tuned. Let's see what happens next week. As for fantasy, not really much of a wrap up here going on. I won last week. I think you lost last week, actually. Oh, uh, yeah, I did lose last week. Yeah. All right. I so I already, I only know that because in my other league, I lost. Okay, okay, okay. It was no, a big, I lost, it was, I lost pretty big. Like it was a big loss week for us though, because AJ, yeah, Jalen, yeah, Pacheco on by. Yeah. So yeah. I just my, I'm I don't want to say I'm confused. I'm just I'm worried in a sense, just because I'm playing TJ. You know what I mean? Because it like I said, like it, it was a big ramp up to this game, and I got the one game lead, and then like like you said, like everybody was on a bye. So it's just like I think I can beat TJ, but 
fantasy, it could go either way. And if I'm right about KC winning, I mean, that means Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown maybe didn't have a good game. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Hopefully I'm wrong on that. I don't know. But Acuna is the NL League MVP, by the way. You think? Oh, wait. Say that one more time. Acuna is the NL MVP. Interesting. Okay. There was nobody else to really put it on. Give it, give it to I, I guess. I just, I don't know. I'm excited to see what his brother does next year for the Mets. Me too. Oh. But, um, yeah, John and TJ are the big matchup to watch this week. Both are fighting for the one seed. The winner of this game, well, if John wins, he holds the full tiebreaker over TJ. Yeah. If TJ wins, he possibly holds a tiebreaker over John, depending on point spread. Yeah, it goes point scored, right? Next? Yeah. Okay. Um, and let me know. For me, now. I'm sitting at five and five right now, I believe. Yes, I am. I face, a team this year. I face another five and five team in Akeem. Nice. I'm keeping um, it on up and up. Yeah. So that trade that he pulled with uh, trading Jettas and Josh Allen to get Cooper Cup and Mahomes got him back. Mm-hmm. Um, me losing T. Higgins obviously knocked me down. Me losing Debo also knocked me down. Me losing Nick Chubb knocked me even further. You had a lot of injuries. Although I, I like what your team's doing with it. I mean, I think. I think Diggs is going to have a big week against the Jets. I think golf is, is going to have a nice week against Chicago. Uh, and, I mean, you have uh, you have Noah Brown, who who's, I mean, I think definitely going to take number two work away. Biggest and, wild card. Uh, biggest wild card ever. Last week he put up 30, basically, for me. So um, Anything can happen, really. Yeah. Um, like I, like you said, though, it's it's been a lot. Well, not like you said, but it's been a lot of managing for me when it, came, when it comes to this team because I've had to deal with a lot of injuries. So I gotta move pieces every single week. Um, I was definitely alluding to that, yeah. But I mean, yeah. hey, I mean, you've been active. You know what I mean? Like, and I think I think that's the difference. Like, I get uh, we're not gonna get into the trade decline or whatever, but Hakeem making that trade, bringing him like back to life or whatever, like good for him. You know what I mean? Like, at least he, he's trying to be competitive. Yeah, that's why I'm not like I obviously I'm mad at the fact that a trade fell through. Sure. Our trade fell. I mean, you, you said the name already. Our trade fell through. It was yeah. me and Akeem. I was trading for Jettas, and Akeem traded him somewhere else to get better value. Sure. I'm mad that it fell through in the sense that I was going to use Jettas as a keeper next year, mm-hmm. and I was going to pair him with Diggs this year, which would have been great. Obviously, I already lost my RB1 in mm-hmm. uh, Nick Chubb, so I would have been out here with just David Montgomery and I think Alexander Mattinson if I didn't pull a trade. But I'm happy for him and the fact that it revives his team entirely. Mm-hmm. But um, this is one of those weeks where my team is really going to show me what's going to happen here. Uh, Scoop Goff off the waiver wires. I traded for Eckler and Mixon. I kept Diggs all year. Debo's finally back from injury. Uh, T. Higgins is out again. It is what it is. Tight end has been a roller coaster for me, but it's a roller coaster every year unless you have, like, you know, Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey. Or, uh, yeah, I have Ferguson. He's a rookie, and he's he's doing okay, I guess. Akeem has the tight end. I started the season with Dalton Schultz. So, um, but yeah, it's been a lot of it's been a lot of management for me this year. So we'll see what happens there. Final game is Phil versus Kevin. Uh, Kevin has a lot of Kevin's had a real up and down season as well, but he does get Justin Fields back. Uh, he gets. He has Javante Williams in his lineup this week. 
Well, he will have Javante Williams mm-hmm. in the lineup this week. You got James Conner back from injury. Injury. He has C.D. Lamb, who, well, he's on a streak of like ten and one fifty right now. Uh, he has Cole Komet at tight end, who Justin Fields loves. He also has Keenan Allen on his roster. So Kevin has a great Collins team. Too. Huh? He's got Nico Collins too. Yeah, Nico Collins. Kevin has a great team over there. So he beat me last week, and it was it was it was bad. It was like it was ugly. It was ugly. It was like no. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like my, I think like the Jets kind of helped me a little bit, but like just like to be respectable or whatever. But like I was tuning in on Sunday. It was like one sixty to like. 90 or something or 80 or something. Listen, Kevin Kevin's team just had one of those weeks. Kevin dropped 180 last week. Nobody nobody in the league would have beat him. So it is what it is. We're on to the next. Like I said, playoff bracket right now. John's the one seed. Um two seed is Kevin because he's in the other division. Kevin's sitting at six and four. John's seven and three. That's what kills me about that win is like because he beat me especially like he can think he's the top of that division. You know what I mean? And, like, don't get me wrong. Like, he is. But, like, I'm looking at Akeem. I'm looking at Chris. I'm looking at, like, other people. Like, if Tommy, like, does well, you know what I mean? He All he has to do is lose two games. This is anybody's division. Listen, that division is very – like, it's really close. If Kevin loses this week, which I don't think he will, but mm-hmm. as of right now, Akeem's only one game back. And then you have Chris and Tommy who are two games back. Like, six and four is not mm-hmm. – not running away. And seven and three is not running away either because Shane's one game back. I'm two games back. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's this year good. Has, like I, I said it in the chat. This year has been the best competition year in fantasy. I really hope Clifton makes playoffs. I'm not even, even the, but I was just about to say, even the lower seeds, the two lowest teams are three and seven, two and eight, which is Clifton and Josh. Yeah. They've been putting up fights every week. So, Josh is probably going to be eliminated after maybe next week. Or I think Josh back. mathematically gets eliminated this week. Okay. If he loses, okay. Clifton, he would have to run the table, but he'd have to. Yeah, he has a favorable match, favorable matchup this week in Josh, mm-hmm. which would be. Uh, I re- I really hope he wins it, just so Josh doesn't like survive. I don't mean to be like that, but but uh, like I said, uh, Kevin has Phil this week. As of right now, the projection has Phil because Kevin didn't set his lineup yet. But at, after Kevin does set his lineup, the projection will switch. I know that. Uh, we got Josh and Clifton. We got RJ and Shane, which is RJ's the other seven and three team. He's in, he's the third seed right now. RJ's projected to win by about sixteen, and then we have Tommy and Chris. Chris is projected to win by almost forty. Nope, more than forty. Uh, people need to check their lineups. Although yeah. we got Mad Time, so Tommy has Madsen in his lineup, but we know he's out. Yeah, but we still got time, like you said. Um, like I said, I was going through the bracket. Sorry. John's one, Kevin's two, RJ's three, TJ's four. John, RJ, and TJ are all seven and three. So, listen, if I lose, it's, you know, theirs. You know what I mean? So If you lose, it might be RJ's because I think RJ beat TJ as well. Yeah, so. It's, I mean, right now, TJ's got the most points scored in the league so far. Ooh. Actually. Yeah, just barely, actually. That's crazy. Chris is a surprise number two. Chris isn't a surprise number two. His team is great. He just had, I mean his team's he great, had about like, three weeks of just running into the person who scored the highest. Really? Okay, that's that's his problem. That's crazy. That was me last year. Okay. Because Chris like is at, Chris is sitting at four and six because of that. Well, that's what I mean. I'm looking at his record and I'm looking at third place, and I'm like, maybe he catches Kevin, but like I mean, and then I'm looking at point score and I'm going like holy crap. Like, I mean, I know his team's good. Like Chris his, always his has team a good team. Great. His team is great. Yeah. 
Yeah. But um, let's see. TJ's four. Let's see. Shane is five. Akeem is six. I'm seven. I don't know why. I guess he has more point total point scored than me. Sure. Or you? Uh, I'm seven, and then Chris is eight at four and six. Nine is Phil. Ten is Tommy. Both at four and six. Eleven, three and seven is Clifton. Two and eight is Josh in last. But um, this week, you know, if I win, I get moved up to about fifth, I think, because I beat Shane. I just need Shane to lose, and I need to win. Nice. But um, who does Shane play again? Shane plays. RJ. Yeah, that um, looks like it's happening. Might no happen. Are set in this game. I'm excited to see what happens. These fans not always right with their predictions too, which is cool. Oh, because like no offense, but like you ever like play fantasy? Like for example, this week Amari Cooper. Is projected to get 13 points. Pittsburgh has like the 28th best coverage or whatever in the league. So that's a great matchup, right? Deshaun Watson's out. He might get 10 points max. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's the number one wide receiver. So they're going to throw to him. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I don't know if I trust ESPN's projections. I don't. But um, we'll see. We're going to see what happens. It's going to be a good weekend. I'm excited to see what happens this weekend. But um. We're going to wrap up the NFL talk here. I know this is the NFL pod, but we're going to get into. I asked a question in the chat the other day. Um, I do want to, I just want to hear your projection prediction before we, we're going to wrap it over a little bit of baseball and then we're going to move on. Okay. Um, well, stuff off I do have an announcement for Chris and Larry, especially next week. We're going to do a NASCAR segment. I got a little game for you guys for NASCAR. Okay. And, uh, we're going to do that next week. Um, but real quick, I asked this question in the chat the other day. I didn't really see your answer. I did. I don't have an answer yet. Well, all right. Can I tell okay. you? This the is this is my is, thing. Let me just ask the question. Okay. The question is: Penix versus Jaden Daniels for the Heisman. Who wins? And I know that neither of them are the favorite right now. Currently, mm-hmm. it's apparently Bo Nix. Sure. Who's been in college football since 2017? Sure. Yeah. 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 I don't understand how he's still eligible, but hey. The COVID year was a free year. So just add one to everybody's total. I think you got a total of like six or something. I don't know. That's Which is crazy. That's insane. Yeah. So people are playing seven years. I swear to God, it's crazy. He's, 20, I mean, he's like 24, 25 years old. Yeah. And he's been in college since he was 18, 17, 18. Yeah. So it's like at some point, you know, NCAA got to cut that off. But, but I like your, sure this will be his last year anyway. Mm-hmm. I like your original question though. Like, and this is this is my analysis of it. I'm personally gonna root for Penix because no Huskies ever won the Heisman. But JT Daniels having an amazing year. He's probably he's got the number one QBR in in the uh, whole all NCAA. You know what I mean? And I don't I don't know. I they just make insanely great football players at LSU. You know what I mean? Listen. And this is why I've been an LSU fan for so long. But they're also like the Eagles, Eliza. No offense. They're also like the Eagles. I would say Bam is more like the Eagles. Understandable. But I mean, you know what I mean? It's it's like I think we're more like Cincinnati. Okay. Because granted, we'll have like a solid defense. Sure. Well, yeah, more than solid. We're wide receiver you if we're being honest. I got that. 
Patriots. But you're also defensive. You no offense. Like they have amazing defense coming. We're 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 we're, apparently we are DBU. Yeah, you are. Miami was DBU, and I thought Bama was DBU over us. It's just not they haven't sustained it over the years as much. Yeah, I I think I think Bama's probably uh, RBU for sure. sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, QBU. There's no QBU. Ohio State. I would I would definitely say that QBU the best QBs come out of either the Big Ten or the Pac-12, not the SEC. Sure. So I can look at UCLA. I can look at USC. I can look at Ohio State. I can look at Oklahoma. Yeah. I don't look at USC anymore. I don't know. I think in recent years they've they've become busts. No offense. I I think a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But and I think it with quarterbacks it depends on the person. But if you had to give it to one school, maybe recent years Ohio State ish. Yeah, that's 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 where I'm looking at for real recent years. And um, like the fact that they could stack Burrow and Barrett and like all these other quarterbacks on one roster, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, yes, Bur- Joe Burrow before he was at LSU, he was at Ohio State, guys. Mm-hmm. For those so. who don't know, um, but LSU is really wide receiver. You come on, we had Odell come out of there, we had Jettis come out of there, Chase mm-hmm. came out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, who came out of there last year? God damn. Olave came out of there. Olave yeah. came out of there. No, bro. And this Olave, year, this Olave, year, that's my bad. Sorry, I mixed huh? that up. Olave came out of Ohio State. My bad, bro. No, somebody. I'm trying to remember who came out of there, bro. Somebody got drafted last year out of there, or maybe it was two years ago. I don't remember. LSU's wide receiver, you though. And we do have a case of being DBU, but I don't think we are. But anyways. Um, so you're going for Penix. I'm going for Daniels. Uh, okay. just let us know in the comments what y'all think. Who's going to win? Sweet. Uh, that Heisman. It's probably Bo Nix because they're going to just want to give it to him. But, um, like I said, I think it should be either Jaden Daniels or Daniels or Penix. But, um, we're going to, we're going to wrap it up with some baseball talk. And it's, the baseball talk is going to be congratulations to the Rangers on winning the World Series. We're going to start there. We have I don't think we've said that on the pod actually. We haven't. We haven't yet. So yeah. congratulations. We it's a little bad blood between us and the Rangers right now. I w- I would say I'm happy for those players. I I'm would. Not. Okay. Well, we're talking about like I'm I'm happy for Adolis Garcia, okay? Sure. I I enjoy him for real. But it's just it's the Scherzer, DeGrom. Like I I get it. Believe the me, former Mets leaving and going there to win the ring is kind of. I can't. Crazy. I can't blame Degrom though. You know what I mean. I don't blame Degrom as much, but Scherzer, like. Yeah, I hear that. He requested a trade out, and that's where he went. So I mean, it it is what it is. I I do appreciate him not bashing the Mets on his way out, because, like, no offense. Talk about a team deserves to be bashed. It's them. No offense. I just mm, as a Mets fan, I'm kind of disgusted, but. Yeah. Uh. I'm I'm excited for this new year. I'm excited for free agency. Uh, there's apparently this amazing picture coming out of Japan. If we're not talking about the amazing players from Japan already in the MLB looking for a deal, Shohei Otani. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we are excited to see where he ends up. Like you know, we're. I think if we can snag that picture coming from Japan, we'll be good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I do think that Shohei Otani signs with the New York Mets. I think it would be amazing. I think we would have three Japanese pitchers. It would be like a – it'd be 
it'd be better than what we've had before. You know what I mean? With all these pitchers. Another like, thing that another thing that makes me really want him though is the fact that we would have that would add another lefty into our lineup. Sure. Yeah. So like we'll have Lindor, Otani as yeah. like the big lefties in our lineup. And then we still have Marte. We still got Nimmo. Yeah. We yeah. still got hopefully Pete stays. Yeah, I think he will. I I the Mets have been not optimistic in, in ideals of getting him, but I think if they were to present him with that three Japanese pitcher ideal, the concept of trying to go win a World Series and money in New York and the market, I think he'd be a great fit. But uh, what other teams do you see Shohei going to? Another team I can see him going to, I hate to say it, is the Yankees. Do you? You and your I can see him in pinstripes. I don't know why I can, but I can see him in pinstripes. Um, I, I can't. I don't mean to be like that. I think... I don't mean to call Brian Cashman a joke, but I think he's a joke. I, I think see him going to. Sorry. I think what he did you hear what he said about Joe Carlos Stanton? Nah. He said he's going to get injured. Apparently, that's a part of his game. That those words came out of his mouth. Like, it. I think, but hear me out. I I understand why you would be upset about that. Sure. I think that the Yankees are fed up with Stanton, though. I get it, but like, do you know who Stanton's agent? Like infrared, you know, else he represents that that Japanese pitcher. You know what I mean? I'm glad that Cashman's an idiot because hopefully the Mets will snag him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. Uh, but I don't know. I there there have been talks that Otani could go to Chicago. There have been talks that he that's, can go to. That's another team I was about to say. Okay. Another place where I think Otani could go is the team that just beat the Phillies, Diamondbacks. Backs. He could he could go to Arizona. He could. Do you think he stays at all or no? It's possible, but I don't think Trout wants to stay either. So if Trout goes, where do you think he goes? Because I think he goes. Oh, I have no clue. I oh, let me tell you. You want me to tell you? Where? Philadelphia or New York. He's either going to be a Yankee or he's going to be a Philly. I can see the Phillies. You know he's from Philadelphia? Yeah, I know that. That's Philly, him going to Philly would scare me a little bit because that, Philly would, it'd, it'd be the Miami Heat of the MLB. Like, yeah, you talking about Bryce Harper, uh, Mike Trout, you're gonna make me throw that Castellanos. Oh my god, yeah, that would be a nasty little team. Trey Turner, there. right? I mean, Trey Turner, yeah, bro, what is going bro, on? I didn't, I didn't mention Trey because I was talking about the outfield alone, yeah, but yeah, that would be a very nasty team, but their bats are just like, like. Just crazy. Do you know what I mean? Oh, but I don't know. I I I could see a lot of people going other places. I also heard uh, Soto's uh, on the market again because the market uh, again. Um, that San Diego. I think they're blowing up their team. I think they want pitching uh, instead of uh, him. No offense. I think so. If I got to pick where Soto's going, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. Really. You think they have got enough juice to get him in Pittsburgh? I think they just swing it. Like somebody's going to take a big swing, and mm-hmm. I think it's just going to be Pittsburgh. That'd be crazy. That'd be awesome. That would be an insane market too. And like it's the it's very weird that I say that team because I don't know why it's it is weird that you head. say that team. No offense. I would think you would say Yankees for Soto or you know what I mean, like another bigger like Dodger. You know what I mean, like somebody coming out of the woodwork to be like, here are three prospects. Give us Soto. You know what I mean. Thing is, the Dodgers don't have that many prospects, I think, because, you know, they traded away a lot of their future for what they have now anyway. They did. They did. Pittsburgh is a team that does have a lot, though. 
They Another do. team that I could see him on going to is Baltimore. Okay. Him and Gunnar Henderson yeah. would be a nice little one-two punch in there out there. That'd be crazy. Other than What's that, wait your early predictions for the World Series next year. What you got? Predictions? Really? Uh, I think Atlanta's building. I really like what they're doing. And I don't like what they're doing, but I've I've seen what they're doing. Uh I'm I gotta count the Mets out until they do something in free agency. You know what I mean? Until the this team looks like horrible. I don't mean to be like that, but as a Mets fan, like I'm close to disgusted. You know what I mean? And we just hired a new manager, so I'm interested to see what he does. He was the Yankee bench coach. Uh, but I mean, I don't know. I I hopefully the Rangers can contend. You know what I mean? They can go back. I, I, I like them being the Astros. I don't want to see a repeat Rangers. I actually really am rooting for the Diamondbacks now. Okay. To go back. Okay. But um I just want to see what I want to see next year is the Mets build for sure. Yeah. But um, if I gotta pick a team for real, for those who don't know, Acuna is my favorite player in the MLB. The Braves, yeah. Uh, I hate the fact that he's my favorite player in the MLB because I'm a Mets fan and the Braves mm-hmm. are in our division. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. You I get his brother's jersey though. Yeah, I know. I can still get an Acuna jersey. You feel me? It Mets. Like, I'm just, I, I can't wait till that happens. You know what I mean? Like. They really let that happen. But it is what it is. But it is what it is. Um who do you think comes out of uh out of um the AL? Astros. Re- again, I just mm. I hate to say it, but I know. Like everybody hates the Astros, but they are really a great team. And it's it's Is Dusty Baker hard. retiring though? Dusty Baker is I think he is retiring, yes. So have they decided on a manager yet or I think they have. Okay. I'm not sure who. Okay. But aside from a manager, the Astros are just an amazing team. This is a hot take. This is a hot take. I think the Marlins are gonna be out. Huh? I think the Marlins are gonna be out. I think they decline. I do. I don't know because they took a big step this year. Yeah, but they they you know how they had that GM, that first woman GM? Yeah. Who kind of traded and made some good moves? They went behind her back and they fired her this offseason. Oh, really? Or no, she quit because they went behind her back. My bad. She didn't get fired. So, I, I mean, that's that. Uh, there are a lot of GM positions still open. So, I'm wondering if she signs or if she signs with somebody else or gets another job doing she something probably else. Probably will. And I wouldn't be surprised. But that organization's a dumpster fire. I don't mean to be like that, but Miami's like, yes, they were good this year, but. You can't do that. You can't. You can't think you're gonna go behind your GM's back and pl- replace someone. As it's it's not cool. It's not cool. But it's sports politics, man. You just get it. But kind of, kind of roll with it at this point, because like you know, obviously Salah's not on the hot hot seat because you know our QB one is hurt. Sure, but he will be scrutinized heavily next year, and it's something that you just gotta roll with because he just. He's had a great defense every single year, but the offense just hasn't been able to pick it up. And, I and think he's scrutinized right now. Do you see how they uh, they he, he puts his hands like this and they talk about him? They're like, oh, my God, it looks so pissed off. The Are you not watching the game? The thing is, it's like I can't be mad at Robert Sala because Absolutely. I know what our offense is not doing. Well, and he's a player's coach, too, so I, I appreciate that. You know, what I mean? I'm, I'm for players, coaches, you know what I mean? Like who will fit themselves into the team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ugh. So, um. But like I said, it's it's going to be interesting. Politics. Politics are getting interesting. We're yeah. going to wrap this up because it's been almost ninety minutes. And like, I'm not saying I don't want to spend time more time with John, but I actually got to use the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> so, I gotta go eat. Yeah, we are going to head out of here. I, oh, I also got rehearsal. Can't leave. 
But um, y'all know where to find us. You can catch us every week. Baller Central Podcast, Spotify, YouTube, Spotify for visuals if you want to see us. You feel me? We're also on TikTok, Twitter, and Twitch. I'm in control of the socials this week. Beware. Yes, I am black. So if I say the N-word, it's, you know, not a big problem. Um, It's just, I don't know. I just, obviously, I know I'm on Twitter and I know I'm on the Baller Central Twitter. But, like, sometimes I'll forget because it's just Twitter. So, it is what it is. I'm going to try to curb myself, you feel me? I'm going to try to be all right. But, um, any last words? Uh, hey, Phil, uh, sucks that you weren't here, but Thanks. it was a dope podcast, and we miss you, and we hope you rest up and come back for uh, some lively debate on Monday. Thanks. Peace. Shout out, Phil. Again, enjoy your vacation, my brother. Um, We'll see you when you get back. Uh, Monday, we got the NBA pod every night, oh, every, fuck, every Monday at 8.30. And, um... Other than that, like, stay tuned. We have other content dropping on other channels, courtesy of Phil, because he's still doing the gaming channel. Uh, we still have clips to drop on the I got clips to drop on the gaming channel as well. Oh, my stomach's hurting now. But um, another good week with the boys. But we're going to head out of here. Mahomes, wash your drawers. Have a good night, guys. Peace.